Hey friends, it's Ashley and Jana. Welcome back to season two of the Geek Girls Universe podcast, your home for the latest entertainment and fandom news. Hey friends, welcome back to the Geek Girls Universe. Loki episode two is now streaming on Disney Plus and we told you it was going to be amazing. Today, we're going to break down the episode and discuss theories and Easter eggs. So this is your spoiler warning if you haven't watched it yet. We'll see you in a little bit. But first, if you're new here or you haven't already, we would love it if you'd subscribe and leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you're listening from. It helps our podcast reach other geeks and the more the merrier, right? We also have a Facebook group, Geek Girls Universe. You don't have to be a girl to join, only a geek. So, Loki, episode two. Oh, so good. (laughs) So good. I'm still just like, oh my goodness, I need three already. Like, I love the whole sort of feel of being able to have one episode at a time and really deconstruct it and, you know, think about it and analyze it and talk about it and whatever. But I'm so used to the bingeability of, and I'm just making that a word, right? Bingeability of having (laughs) episode after episode just ready to go when I want it, that it it's on one level, it's really frustrating, right? Because you're like, oh my gosh, I'm ready for the next one. Like, please don't make me wait a week. But then there is something almost nostalgic about the whole like, oh, I have to wait a week for another episode. That was kind of like when we were kids, you didn't have the opportunity to just be like, oh, let me watch the next one right now. There was no instant gratification. You had to wait. So this is kind of a mix like that. And it's, uh, I don't know. (laughs) I'm torn. I'm I'm torn. Like I want it all now. I want it now. (laughs) (laughs) I think, I think if it wasn't Marvel, maybe, but like, I feel like with shows like this or even, you know, when Game of Thrones was good, like stuff like Mm -hmm. that. When it was good. (laughs) Yeah. You got to caveat that when it was good. (laughs) When it was good. I mean, I feel like you need the week to digest mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what just happened because this isn't like a straightforward sitcom. There's so many layers to it and you're just <sighs> so like, so many layers, what's happening yeah. and what could be happening. And honestly, Loki is a lot like WandaVision where there's a lot to kind of dig into. There's a lot of meat to it. Whereas I felt like Falcon and the Winter Soldier was pretty straightforward. Agreed. Yeah. I, like, I think the only reason, well, in my opinion that the the Falcon and the Winter Soldier was maybe less straightforward than it could have been is just because of the sort of political commentary that, you know, went along with it, right? Because it was very social and politically charged in terms of what was happening in the show that related to the current times. And that, I think, gave it more layers as opposed to WandaVision and Loki, which are very just chaotic, comic book-based shenanigans that... You know, if you if you know the comics, you get it a little bit more. But even within the comics, there's so many pieces to absorb and pay attention to and eight million Easter eggs and theories <laughs> yes. upon theories. And like that, that just wasn't a thing really in Falcon and the Winter Soldier because of the content. Yeah, I think, too, because that one was based more in the real world, quote unquote, mm-hmm. you know? Whereas WandaVision, yes, took place in a real town, but what was happening was very surreal. (laughs) And, you know, Loki, I mean, he's literally, he's not even in the timeline anymore. So we're definitely (laughs) in 
different territory here. So we don't even know where the TVA exists, or if the T- TVA when. exists. We don't know when. <laughs> when? When? Like, where? If? Where? It's just like yeah. a thing. It's a. It's a. A construct in our minds. I don't know. <laughs> yes. A be. construct in the timeline. It could. Yes. Or, it could yeah, very just... well be. <laughs> <laughs> so. Let's get into a breakdown. We're going to let Ashley do one of her fantastic breakdowns because, you know, that's what we're here for. We're actually just here for Ashley's breakdown. So <laughs> it's just it's just what we do. Well, I'm just I, here for arm candy. <laughs> well, I love it. I love doing these because I love like, I mean, you know, it's like our, we're basically you guys are now in part of our group text because that's essentially what we yeah, do. We're like, Did you see that? What do you think yeah. that means? Oh. You're an extension of our, our daily chats. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah, have at it, Ashley. Let's let's hear all about episode two. All right. Loki episode two. So the TVA has tracked the variant to Oshkosh, Wisconsin, 1985 at a Renaissance fair. Uh, the Minutemen show up and are quickly taken out. Evil Loki uses the power of enchantment to control the leader, the hunter, C-70, and escapes with that uh, with her as a hostage, which was interesting because apparently the variant has never taken a hostage before. So the variant is upping their game. Uh, it's also clear that the TVA has no idea which version of Loki they're looking for. They kind of run through that there's been so many that they've pruned from the timeline, which cracked me up because if you watch tom's face loki's face during this scene he's like wait what <laughs> it's like oh we had to get rid of this one and that one and oh they just keep yeah. popping up all over the place like all oh, these loki's <laughs> he's like wait you just keep getting rid of us <laughs> yes he's he's kind of like aghast like oh what's oh so anyways uh we do know that no two loki's are alike however they all share similar powers and as mobius kind of runs down the list of loki's powers Loki interrupts him to correct him to remi- to say, you know, illusion projecting and duplication are two different things. And this is kind of a fun Easter egg that we learned about uh, interviewing the cast. Uh, Tom would walk the cast and crew through Loki's life. So they called it the Loki lectures, Loki school. And this and, it, and they said it worked its way into the show. This scene in particular is a very uh, standout moment of that. Because I think Mobius even calls him Professor Loki in the show, jokingly, like, oh, thanks, Professor, you know. So I just thought that was cute. And I just loved hearing about that personally from the cast about how Tom was like, okay, let's talk about Loki (laughs) and like how he feels and what he's doing. What's his motivation? So they take Loki with them to 1985 because the variant is still there. So they're trying to trap the variant. Loki pretends he sees a trap. Mobius sees it for what it truly is, which is Loki is lying about the variant's plans. However, he still feels like he can glean some information from our Loki about this bad Loki. Loki mentions an Asgardian saying, which is actually a real Viking saying, where a wolf's ears are, wolf's teeth are nearby. So they go back to the TVA and Mobius must face off with sus number one Renslayer. But the disappointing news that the variant got away. So she's like, I don't know about this. And he, he's still adamant that Loki can help them. She seems reluctant, but she agrees. There's some jokes about some analysts on the side. 
I wonder what their backstory is, honestly, between Mobius and Renslayer, because clearly there's something there. But we also know mm-hmm. in the comics, she's Kang's bae. So not sure yeah. what's going on there, but something, maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's so sus. And she's, okay, a, she's other... on my watch list. <laughs> she's definitely on my on my watch list, too. And there's so there's rings on the table, like from glasses. And it's the assumption that it's Owen Wilson's Mobius that's done that. Like, put the rings, you know, when you put a drink on a table and don't use a coaster, it kind of ruins mm-hmm. the wood. Oh, but yeah. he seems to look at it like it wasn't him. So I'm like, who else has been in this office, Kang, perhaps? Right. Oh, yeah, no, he, he seems to, he doesn't, he looks at them like he doesn't expect them to be there. Like, what happened to the table kind of thing. Right. And, like, Skirt, skirt, going back to episode one really quickly and how we don't think the t- I don't like I personally don't think the timekeepers exist. I think Renslayer's pulling strings, and I think Kang is probably the only one that's like out there. And one of the timekeepers, like in the animation, kind of looks like Kang, just saying. Putting that back out there because I really feel like she's suspicious. Mm-hmm. Renslayer is sus. Yes. So despite Loki's charm, Mobius clearly sees through him. He's like, look, I don't care what you want to believe. You can believe that I want to help you because I feel like you're not as bad as everybody says you are. Or because I actually, I just want to get this done. Like whatever makes you sleep better at night, essentially. But we got to get this job done. So he sets Loki to work combing through files that they've pulled on this variant. Trying to find something, something that they might have missed before. Loki sneaks away to try to access other files, including the TVA formation, beginning of time, and the end of time. However, they are all classified. The only files he's allowed to view are his own. So, Loki's file. It includes, well, why he's there, the unauthorized time violation. It also includes an interesting paper on the destruction of Asgard. It's like this memorandum like from an office, like if you ever worked in an office and gotten some random notice, that's what it kind of looks like. Ragnarok is a class seven apocalypse, total planetary destruction, zero variance energy detected, which is important to know. Note, uh, the code name is Revengers, which is hilarious. <laughs> and the casualties, it lists that the entire civilization is annihilated, which to me is either a plot hole Or Mm -hmm. it's pointing to the fact that the Asgardians can and are often reincarnated in the comics. Because we do know that some escaped. I mean, with Uh Loki, all of them. And then even, it was even then confirmed that some of them still survived after Thanos' attack because some of them left on another ship. So actually before Thanos' attack in Infinity War. And then in Endgame, we see them rebuilding new Asgard on Earth. So not sure what's happening there. Again, it could be a plot hole. It could be just an oversight. It could just be, I don't know. We'll see, I guess. Or not. It's Marvel. However. We may or may not see. <laughs> again, it seems like even though, you know, you could go back to the whole Mephisto thing, it seems like these things are all connected somehow, despite, you know, Marvel's claims that once in a while they're not. Right. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> I don't believe it's not connected until they specifically like shut it down, like prove it. 100%. <laughs> like if you can't prove to me that it's not connected, I'm going to still think it's connected. 
I'm just putting that out there. Right. And like Codename Revengers. That's interesting. Hilarious. I laughed. Um, so, like I said, it said zero, zero variance energy detected. So when they go to a scene and there's a variant there, there is a variance energy that they detect. That's literally how they hunt these variants down. Um, so Loki figures out, based on this file, that the bad Loki has to be hiding in an apocalypse somewhere, sometime. Because when there's a Nexus event... All right, so hold on. This is nerdy stuff. So when there's a Nexus event <laughs> happens, that's when someone does something they aren't supposed to do. And then it causes the branch in the timeline, the red line, all that stuff that we've seen before, like Loki escaping with the Tesseract. Um, however, if the world is going to end anyway, so like Ragnarok, like uh, just pick an apocalypse, right? then it doesn't matter what you do right before it ends because it's going to end anyway. So that's Loki's theory. To prove his point, they go to Pompeii moments before Mount Vesuvius is set to erupt, and Loki causes complete chaos. He starts speaking to them, and he's telling them they're all about to die, that they're from the future, although he's not quite sure. He's like, aren't we from the future, Mobius? I feel like we're from the future, but are we? It feels futuristic. So that's kind of like how we said earlier, we're not sure where the TVA is. <laughs> right. <laughs> where or when. Where where and when is the TVA? We don't know. The look on Mobius's face when he does this, though, too, is classic. I know. He's Mobius like, is clearly like the parent watching their kid act a fool in public. He's, he's like, like, I just don't even know what you're doing right now, but um, I can't really stop you, even though I'm trying. <laughs> he's <laughs> literally like, okay. Do something small, like make bird sounds, like something right. that's supposed to be there. And Loki's like, no, release the goats. You're all going to die. So good. <laughs> and Mobius is like face palm emoji. Uh-huh. Oh, why is this happening to me kind of thing? I have not had enough coffee or just a soda today. <laughs> um, but anyways, Loki's theory is proved correct because despite the insanity loki pulls off right before vesuvius mm-hmm. erupts there is no variance energy detected so yep. now they know <laughs> and loki. then mobius is like oh okay yeah wow that was a great point wow good call okay now what <laughs> <laughs> right so they head back to the tva and before they start doing their research on uh apocalypses and there's a lot of events apparently uh, Loki and Mobius have a discussion about why the former, well, where the former questions the latter about his blindly following of the TVA. I don't know. I feel like Mobius isn't blindly following the TVA. I even felt this in episode one. I feel like he might know something is a little sus. And Loki's kind of going to keep pushing at that source mm-hmm. box. 100%. Like, continue to make him doubt and make him look into something. I don't know. That's just my thought. Um, but what they what they put together, what Mobius puts together, is that the Kablooey gum that we saw in the last episode, it was only manufactured during a certain amount of time. So they cross-reference when it was manufactured with apocalyptic events. And they finally discover exactly where the two intersect. And that is in 2050 at Rock's Cart. Familiar, familiar anyone? In Haven Hills, <laughs> Alabama, where a class 10 apocalypse happens here, courtesy of a massive hurricane. 
So Rock's Cart, Rock's Con, Super Evil, just putting that out there. Obviously. I wonder if Rock's Con's going to show up anymore, like now. In the I mean, it feels like there could slash should be a connection, but yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So many opportunities for them to reappear. Oh, for sure. As well like as... Evil conglomerate, so... Uh-huh. It could be as well as Cloak and or Dagger to appear. Ah, oh, I wish. Mm-hmm. That's up there with my Legion wishes to bring David yes. into MCU. Mm-hmm. <sighs> One day, maybe. Someday. <laughs> Anyways, back to Loki and off the wishful thinking. They arrive at Rock's cart, which looks like a giant Walmart <laughs> slash uh, Sam's Club. And Loki uses his magic to dry off. Now, it seems like just a funny moment, but to me, there's your hint that maybe inside the TVA, his magic doesn't work. But if he's out in the field, he can access it. Just saying. Loki's kind of dangerous when he can access his powers. Just putting it out there. Yes, um, he is. Bad Loki is watching on the security cameras as the TVA walks around. They split into teams. Loki and Hunter B-15 head towards the greenhouse. They encounter a man buying azaleas in the middle of a hurricane. So obviously that's suspicious. <laughs> and she asks him, is this you? Like, could this be you? And I love how he goes, well, I normally prefer suits, but I mean, I guess it could be me. <laughs> like, oh, it's Loki. Loki in a suit is never a wrong uh, move, but it ends up being that bad Loki is using enchantment again to talk to Loki and Hunter B-15 through this person. But this they could pass that power on to the next person. So the guy touches Hunter B-15 and all of a sudden she becomes possessed by bad Loki's uh, uh, mind control. Mobius finds C-70, who was uh, the hostage from earlier. She's muttering to herself that she told the bad Loki where to find the timekeepers. Hello. Yay, timekeepers. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait to see it go down because you know it's going to. Oh, um, it's going down. Our Loki, so this is where I have to be like, our Loki tells the bad Loki. Our Loki. <laughs> Um, and talking to the bad Loki while they're fighting each other back and forth, that he wants their help. Like, he's like, look, this is why I stalled and let you go earlier. Like, I want to work together. I need someone, you know, my right hand man kind of thing. And I want to overthrow the timekeepers, which, you know, no shocker, right? As soon as Loki figured out the TVA is super powerful, like he wanted in on that. You could see it in his face in episode. Oh, absolutely. Wow. They are the most powerful things in the universe. Huh? Hold, please. <laughs> right, exactly. And noted, Siri, remind me to take over the TVA as soon as possible. Cool, thanks. <laughs> right, remind me to join forces and then take over the universe. The literal most powerful thing in the universe. <laughs> exactly. So Loki, they're fighting and fighting and he's just like, what do you want? Like, what are you doing? And the variant turns around takes off the hood and dun 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 it's lady loki Ah. yep (laughs) and if you're like who what brief 
brief, brief, uh, brief synopsis of this because Loki is a complicated guy slash girl uh, yeah. slash non-binary person. Um, <laughs> he's fluid, according to his paperwork. He's very fluid. So in Marvel's 2008 Thor run that featured Ragnarok, Loki died and was reincarnated as a woman. He actually took over the body that was originally meant for Lady Sif. So at the time, Lady Loki was Loki. Then Loki got back his previous body and he used Lady Loki as a shape-shifting disguise. Then he was killed again, resurrected again, because let's go back to the destruction of Asgard. In the comics, Asgardians come back all the time, by the way. Uh, So he comes back again. This time he's Kid Loki, which is also rumored to be in this series. And Kid Loki grows up with the Young Avengers. He's much more open. I should say they are much more open to uh, the gender fluidity of the character. Uh, Loki being gender fluid has been around in the comics for a long time. Now it's MCU official. But the important thing to note here, just kind of like they mentioned earlier, is that Lady Loki and Loki possess the exact same powers. So that's the shape-shifting, illusion projecting, mind control, sorcery, all kinds of stuff. If Loki can do it, she can do it. And maybe better. I don't know. It might be that whole, like, anything you can do, I can do better (laughs) kind of thing. I'm down for a little Annie Oakley. (laughs) So Lady Loki has stolen the time set recharges, and she sends them off to various points in the timeline, effectively bombing the timeline and causing massive branches to form. They cut to the TVA, like, headquarters. Everybody's freaking out. Like, they don't even know. They've never seen it before. They're like, oh, we got a code. Oh, everything's going wrong. Like, alarms are blaring. Everybody's freaking out. Renslayer's like, oh, my God, what's going on? And at the very last shot, Lady Loki opens a door. She steps through, and Loki follows her, leaving Mobius and the rest of the TVA behind in Rock's cart. And credits. (laughs) And Cue me at home going like, yes, yes. (laughs) Such a good episode. And not that the first one wasn't, but this one was just packed with so much more, so much more in depth, right? And you just got, uh, oh, so good. (laughs) Yes. So good. And honestly, it was like the Lady Loki reveal, I think was the best piece. Mm -hmm. I was like, yes. It's funny, my kids looked at me and they're like, because, you know, she's dressed, like, similar to Loki. She's got horns. They're just not as big. And they look at me and they're like, is that? And I'm like, it's Lady Loki. And they're both like, what? Psh, mind blown. <laughs> yes. I, I love oh, it. So oh, good. Man. So good. I can't wait. Episode three. Oh, I mean, I cannot Well, wait one week. Three. Yeah. Yeah. One, one week. week's episode three. And I, I wonder oh. if, like, each episode we're going to meet a new Loki. I kind of hope so. Yeah, as far as what we was rumored, it was um, King Loki uh, and Kid Loki are left out of the ones that we know about. And right. I don't know if they're going to do, if the vote Loki is going to be mm. our Loki. I mean, clearly right. it's Tom's Loki, but if it's just a different version of our Loki. Right. Because, you know, again, we don't know. However, I could totally see our Loki running for president. Yeah, 100%. So, <laughs> we'll see. Um, 
But yeah, so I, I feel like she's headed to the timekeepers. Oh, for sure. Because if Hunter, if the Hunter told her where to find them, I feel like that's her mission, right? She's there. She's on a mission to do something. Yes. And now, I think that shot that we saw in the trailer where we all thought it was Black Widow because she does have so she does have similar hair to yeah. Black Widow. So I could totally. I mean, I thought it too. I was like, it's either Black Widow or Lady Loki. Um, I think that scene from the trailer where we saw them together in like the purplish colored world. Yes. Is the time where the time where they think the timekeepers are at least. Yeah, no. And from those original trailers way back too, there, we didn't really have much context of the show or what was happening. And when you saw that hair from behind, it did kind of look like it would be black widow. It was like, mm, I don't know, maybe. Right. I don't think they're going to find the timekeepers the next episode because I think it's too soon. Too soon for it to be revealed that they're, they're fake. <laughs> and that, that's Renslayer all along. Like it Agatha. <laughs> feels like it was Renslayer all along. Um, I feel like that's like an episode five kind of thing. Like, not the last, but yeah, like, close to the end. Definitely not three. Yeah. It feels like a much closer to the end and then has to have a resolution. Mm Mm-hmm. But. For sure. But I wonder if we'll get some more Kang references. I hope so. Because clearly, wherever they go is not Earth. At least it doesn't look like Earth from what we've seen of it. I mean, if that's Earth, I'd like to know where it is on Earth. <laughs> I feel like that's like more like go. Chronopolis or like, you know, some other sort of time yeah. dimension thing. But I also am curious, like, where did she send all those charges? Like, at which points in the timeline did she send those reset charges back? And like, is it going to mess up anything that <laughs> we already know about, you know? Right. Yeah, and I will say when she was doing the resets, I initially thought it was just the way they were describing them. She was she she was like reset killing. Like I thought it literally was just like erasing them. I didn't realize it was like sending them somewhere. I thought too. I thought I was like, oh my gosh, like because even Loki says he's like, what is this? You want Dolores here just to like you know blow everybody up kind of thing? And she, you know, again, it's like that Loki thing, right? He should know better because that's not what he would do. That's not clever right. enough for a Loki, right? Mm-hmm. Blowing up, like, a building is not clever. It's not mischievous. It's not smart. Right. Um, for an ultimate plan. So, yeah, no, I thought the same thing, too. And I was like, that's kind of weird, but okay. Because I didn't know what else, like, you could do with that stuff. But she straight up had it all set up. She was like opened up these yes. little tiny doors and they all dropped through. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Cause I was like, Ooh, ouch. That's a little ooh, brutal, but Hey, whatever. Like not my, it's not, it's not my thing. <laughs> I'm right. not, I'm not the one resetting the timeline, you know? And I was kind of like, okay, well, I guess if you're eliminating it and, you know, wiping memories or killing people, whatever, you know, cause at first I was like, okay, resetting, like we're using the thing like they use in the men in black where they erase memories and, you know, <laughs> Take away the people that aren't supposed to be there. Like, that's kind of what I thought it was. It was like, you know, they take the variant and they are erasing memories like, the you know, Tommy Jones or Tommy Lee Jones does in Men in Black. That's literally what I thought it was. And then when I was watching it, like, erase all the things, I was like, okay, so we're just 
are we killing these people? Like, I really didn't know. I thought that's what it was because they were talking about like dying or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. And then, but yeah, then this, and I was like, oh, oh, I was like, wait, what's happening? I was like, I'm yeah. confused. I was like, all righty then. Yeah. I think I, I, it's like one of those things, kind of like WandaVision, like we'll learn more as it goes on. Mm-hmm. And time travel is such a difficult subject anyway. <laughs> Weird. Cause it's probably not real. Oh, I don't man. understand that. I don't know. I mean, some people think it's real. <laughs> I mean, I, I'd like it to be real. It'd be kind of wild. It'd be cool. But, you know, I don't think it's real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So that's what always makes me laugh when people, like, get so mad about how time travel is explained in comics or just random movies or books. I'm like, you do realize that it doesn't matter how it's explained because nobody knows how it works anyway. Or how it would right. work. Right. Right. You're like, because it's probably not actually a thing. <laughs> and this is all basically theoretical, right? And so you're if it's a comic arguing book, over made up semantics. Okay, cool. And story. if it's a comic <laughs> book, bro, it's a comic book. Mm-hmm. People come back to life. A spider gave him powers. Like, come on now. We're going to get angry about some time travel. Yeah. It's like <laughs> the people that argue over the semantics between, like, different vampire stories and, like, their origins and, like, how, like, a vampire in one story can have certain powers, but they're slightly different in another. And I'm like, hmm. Again. Yeah. You're arguing over the semantics of made-up shiz. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Y'all need to find better things to do with your lives. <laughs> yes. And that's coming from us. Who, I was just going to say that. <laughs> who thoroughly enjoy say, a good nerdy um, debate. So if we're yes. telling you to like get over it, get over it. Well, because I think the difference is though too, like there's a good nerdy debate, but like there are some people to get like seriously, their panties are in a bunch over like the nuance between like it's not just a discussion or like a trying to understand and learn it's like full-on claws are out over (laughs) you know how how many days does it take to turn into a vampire after you've been bitten kind of thing like just i mean the silly details and you're like i just don't know people i think you need to find better things to do yes so that was our tangent for today. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Find something better to do. Yes. So, Find a way to solve world peace, you know, hunger, any of those things. <laughs> so now we're all caught up with you, you all, because we had we obviously saw the first two episodes early. Which now I'm like, it's been a long wait to episode three. I know. I'm like, <laughs> and that's what I was saying before. I was like, oh, we, and then I was like, oh, oh, no, just kidding. It's next week, not tomorrow. <laughs> it's like, I'm kind of sad again. <laughs> I know. I love, I love, and I don't mean, we're not trying to sound bratty, honestly, truly. We love getting the episodes early. Obviously, we love screening them. We're, we're not only like, it's not only our job, you know, we're fans, obviously, but it's like, it just makes the wait. Like with WandaVision, we got three episodes, so we had to wait extra long for four. And it's just so... It's hard. 
when I just like, it I'm is. ready. I've already theorized about episode two for like two weeks now, so I'm ready for three. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. And, and Ashley, you're absolutely right. It's not a bratty thing at all, but it's more like a, oh, I have to wait extra long. But at the same time, we're able to think extra long about these episodes and then be able to have like the podcast for this ready basically when this drops. So when you guys are able to watch episode two, this is ready and waiting for you. So you actually get the content from these earlier because we've been able to, you know, watch and put all this together beforehand. Whereas like next week, it'll be later because we (laughs) get to watch it at the same time as you. So Yes. Apologies in advance. You're going to have to get that, you know, real normal human time because we have lives. <laughs> I mean, but not really because it's Wednesday. So it's like Friday. We've like booked I mean, out it's the true. day. It is true. We do. But but I'm it won't sorry. be quite as soon. <laughs> I can't take a meeting today. I have Loki. Loki is here. and yeah. It's kind of what we do. It's like last time with Fridays where we were like our whole Fridays were booked doing, you know, and our Saturdays, basically we'd spend the next 36 hours doing whatever WandaVision and then uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier stuff. Yeah, exactly. So now it's Loki. Like, I did in the no week. real work today. <laughs> I just did. Yeah. No, all I talked about was Marvel. Mm-hmm. Just Marvel. It's fine. It's totally fine. Yeah, absolutely. Totally fine. Okay. Well, I think that's all we have for you all today. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Geek Girls Universe podcast. Join us next week as we share all the breaking and exciting fandom news or another breakdown of Loki. Depends on what we record next. It'll be a surprise to all of us. Anyway, (laughs) as always, if you see anything you want to share, tag us on Twitter, Whiskey and Sunshine and that Ashley Aaron. Until next time, geeks. Bye. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for more geeky goodness.